Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Pastor Fidel Nyekuri. Pastor Fidel is the Associate Pastor at Grace Point Church. Hello and welcome. Today is Tafakari Tuesday. Tafakari is Swahili for meditate or think, think upon or ponder over. Now every Tuesday, we'll be spending time thinking and uh, meditating on things that matter, or rather things that should matter for us as believers, but we don't see them as such most of the time. The issue is not that we don't think, but the question is, what is it that we think about? What is it that we spend our time pondering over? So what we want to do every Tuesday is really for us believers to grow in our Christian thought life. We want to think about God's word and to help us grow in our thinking, to help us to think on the right things uh, so that we become distinct, we become different um, from the rest of the world. This is what Romans uh, chapter 12 and verse 1 to 2 says, uh, this is what Paul writes, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God that what is good and acceptable and perfect. Paul has spent so much time um, in Romans chapter 1 to chapter 11 uh, teaching about doctrine. Uh, He's talked right from chapter 1 about the reality of sin and the universalness or the universality of sin, how sin is in the world, in the whole world, affecting everyone, all backgrounds. He's talked about the reality of God's wrath on the sinfulness and the ungodliness of the, of the world. He's talked about justification by faith, which is something so big we see in the initial chapters. Um, he's talked about how, uh, what it means to be, we were all dead in Adam, but now alive in Christ. What the law does and what the law can't do. And that ongoing tussle and that he talks about in chapter 7. And... He goes on chapter 8 and talked about the new life in the spirit. And, and then has talked about chapter 9 to 11, God's sovereignty in election, uh, God's sovereign choice. He then comes on to chapter 12. And from this point onward to the end of the book, he tells us how we are to live in light of the truths that he has presented to us. In other words, He talks about practical Christian living. And this practical Christian living, as we can see, is not divorced from the truth that he has presented beforehand. Now, here's the thing for us, brothers and sisters. As believers, the reality is that we have been called to be distinct. Uh, We've been called to be holy. You know, first Peter, be holy, for, for I am holy. Hebrews, without holiness, no one will see God. 
We've been called to be holy. We've been called to stand out from the crowd, from the rest of the world. As followers of Jesus, this means that in every aspect of our lives, we need to be distinct. In this passage in Romans, we see the, part, the first thing that Paul is mentioning here that really matters for us, and, and we need to think about this, is God's mercy. Therefore, by the mercies of God, on, in view of God's mercy, in, in light of God's mercy. This, this should be the first thing that um, we, we need to think about. That a holy God would save sinners such as you and I, through the once-for-all sacrifice of His Son on the cross, that a God would choose, would choose us before the foundation of the world and adopt us to be His sons. He would give us His Spirit and guarantee us that final salvation in eternity to come. That for the believer, the mercy of God is the reality that we live by. The mercy of God should make us pause and think and look at life in a totally different way. It is in light of this, the mercies of God, the Paul says we are to offer our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God. God has been so merciful and in his mercy, he did not withhold anything to us. This mercy changes everything about us. We, we as Gentiles, we lived in the world as those without hope, those without God. But then God in his mercy came to us. He brought us from darkness into light, from death to life. And seeing just how this mercy is to us, it should really change the way we live. No wonder Paul says that then, in light of this mercy, we present our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God. And Mark you, this is the least thing we can do. This, this is not like, you know, oh, the best thing we can offer. This is really the least thing we can do, having seen God's mercy. And then he moves on to verse 2 and, 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 and he says then that do not conform, do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. In, in, in other words, um, looking at the masses of God it makes us to present our bodies, like the whole being, who we are, body and soul, all our faculties to God. And this looks like a negative and a positive. Negative, not be conf being conformed to the world, and the positive, being transformed by the renewal of our mind. And, and as we do this, we'll be able then to test, examine, you know, every every everything every spirit and we know what god's will is that which is good and acceptable and is perfect and, and when we do this um, it is what will make us to be distinct it is what will make us to be different in the world i, I don't know if you've noticed already that more than just the works more than just the outward appearance more than just the actions paul is going right on to the thinking is going right on to the mind and to the heart, the convictions and the character. You know, as Jesus says, it is, it is really that um, which comes out. It is out of the heart that our actions come. And so 
for us as believers, we need to think on that which is uh, in inside of us. And it starts with our thinking, our thought life, that which we spend time meditating on, processing, thinking about. And when we do that, when we're thinking rightly, we'll become different. But here's the thing, sadly, the reality is that most of us are not distinct, not different from the rest of the world. We live our lives as the world does. We consume what the world consumes. We dress up in the same manners the world does. We desire the same things the world desires. And basically, when we put together side by side with the people of the world, the surprise is that actually we are Christians because there's no difference at all. We live in conformity. But if you're, we're going to make an impact in this fallen world, we have to be different, we have to, to be distinct, different in what we do, in what we say, how we live our lives. And the thing that forms the basis of our discussion this morning is that we have to be different in the way we think and how we think. We are to be transformed by the renewal of our minds. Now, before we look at what this means, it, it's good for us to clarify what it doesn't mean. When it says that we do not conform but be transformed by the renewal of our minds, it doesn't mean one asceticism. It doesn't mean that we cut ourselves totally from the life on this globe and we live totally in seclusion without any contact, any contamination with the world. It does not right. It doesn't mean that's not what it means. Number two, it doesn't mean that we now embrace the power of positive thinking, you know. That we only have positive vibes, as millennials think, or the feelings, um, you know, the good feelings about ourselves. No negativity, no negative energy. It, it, it is not about de decreeing and declaring things and calling things that are not into existence. That is not what it means. That is a self-centered, egoistic thinking. And to this, actually, Paul says in verse 3 of chapter 12, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has signed. So it doesn't mean positive thinking or thinking of ourselves as being, you know, exalted and having that power within. And three, it doesn't mean that we draw the power from within. And, and these are uh, uh, sad th teaching that seems to have uh, you know, prevail nowadays, that we have that inner strength, that kind of thing we just need to marshal and we need to just send our my, set our minds on that to become that person that we want to be. That is not what Paul is saying. What Paul is saying here is that believers are not to conform to the thinking and patterns of the world, that which is prevalent in the age. Believers are not to follow the way the world thinks. About, for example, life in general, marriage, the body, money, and other things. But believers are to be renewed. They are to be transformed by the renewal of their minds. This is clearly in contrast <coughs> with the depraved mind, as we saw, uh, you know, Paul wrote in uh, chapter 1, verse 28. The mind that is under the flesh, the mind that wants to... Uh, gratify the desires of the flesh that mind that is contrary to the spirit which says in chapter 7 and chapter 8 
we as believers are to have a mind that understands and fully affirms the newness that we have in Christ, the new life that we have in Christ, whereby we understand that there is now no condemnation for those in Christ, where we know, we know that the old has passed and everything is new. That's the kind of mind that we need to have. And that, that, that we are to conform not to the spirit of the age. We are not to conform to the spirit of the age, but actually being conformed to the image of Christ, becoming more and more like Christ Jesus. It is not following the spirit of the age through indulgence, sensuality, self-gratification, but living in light of the future, that glorious hope that we have, even in the midst of suffering, as he says in chapter 8, understanding that nothing can separate us from the love of God. That's the kind of mind that we need to have, a mind that is not just focused on the here and now, but even focused on the future. Here's the thing then, we need to develop and grow in our Christian thought life. We are not to be conformed, but to be transformed. Let me ask you a question. When you look at your life, is it showing a growing conformity to the world or a growing transformation as you are renewed in your mind? Is what I want you to do in the coming week. Take a piece of paper and divide it into two columns. On one side, write the spirit of the edge or the thinking of the edge. And on the other side, write what God's word says. And he, I want to give you five areas. You, you can grow that list. You can develop it to more other areas of life. But five areas I want you to think about. Number one, on what is truth or what is reality. Truth, reality. And that column of the spirit of the edge. Right, what does it, you know, what did the world think about truth or reality? And then on the other hand, write what the word of God says is truth or is reality. The second area is humanity, human beings, who we are, why we live, why we exist. What does the world say and what does the word of God say? The third area is the issue of money or wealth or riches. What does the world think about riches? And what does the word of God think talk about riches? The fourth area is sex and sexuality and marriage. What does the word say? And what does the word of God say? And then the fifth area is death or the future or the afterlife. Death, the future or the afterlife. What does the world say? And what does the word of God say? As I said, you can keep growing the list. But what I wanted to do is, as you write this, on that section of what the word of God says, write down some of the verses, you know, some of the chapters in the Bible. And in this coming week, I want us to focus on that, to think on what the word of God says, because our transformation, which comes by the renewal of our minds, comes through us embracing the truths of God's word. And we want to keep thinking about what the word of God says about all these things of life. And that is what will make a difference. And that's what we're going to be doing every Tuesday. Tafakari Tuesday. Thinking about the word of God. How we can be transformed to think more and more like Christians. Thank you so much for joining us on this Tafakari Tuesday. Let's keep growing and thinking like Christians. Until next time, see you and 
tuendelee kutafakari juu ya haya god bless you thank you for listening to today's episode of grispen church podcast for more information and past episodes visit our website gracepointchurch.org please join us again tomorrow for a new episode goodbye